Shalom Abrachor of the Mesechis Nedarim Daf Ayin. Today's Daf discusses whether we make an inference of a Kiyom Neder. Can we uh, assume that the guy meant to be Mekayim Neder today, tomorrow? And then we go back to discussing the Koyach of the father, specifically regarding a Boigeres. First, Rabbah asks a question. If a guy says, I want to make a kiyum, but then he says, I want to make the kiyum today. What, what, what do we see from that statement? Is he saying that I want it to be Mekayim today, but I want it to be Mayfair annulled tomorrow? Or is he just saying what he said, that I want a kiyum today, but nothing about a kiyum tomorrow. I guess it'll still be Mekayim tomorrow. Now, if you're going to say that we're not doirish that, what happens if he would, uh, we're not doirish eh, afar tomorrow, what happens if he says, that I want this nether to be mefer tomorrow. Is he saying that today it's mekuyim, but tomorrow it's mefer? Or maybe since he didn't mention any kiyum, maybe he was saying, I want my hafara today to be completed tomorrow. But actually, he's not making a kiyum at all. And thirdly, if you're going to say that it is as if he's making a kiyum today, and therefore by the time you get to tomorrow, where he actually mentioned Afara, you can't be made for it because there was an inferred kiyum from today. What happens if he says, Kaim lechi shaa? I want, I want there to be a kiyum on his nether, but only for an hour. Do we say an inference that he's inferring, I want a kiyum for an hour, and then a hafara after that? Or maybe he didn't mention hafara, and all we have here is a kiyum that would go on forever. Fourth, if you're going to say, that we don't infer anything. If he said a kiyum, then it's a kiyum. What happens if he actually did spell out the hafara? I want a kiyum for an hour and then a hafara. What would we say then? Do we say since he made a, ha- a hakama now, he strengthened and withheld, uh, upheld this nether now, that it stands even through the hafara after the hour? Or maybe since he turned this whole day into a day of Hakoma turning into hafara. Once it becomes hafara time, the nether's gone, along with its hakoma. So the Gemara brings a raya. If a guy says, if a guy hears his wife say that she wants to become a nazir, a nazira, the husband hears and he confirms that, saying va'ani, me too. Over there, the Bible tells us that he is not allowed to be made for her nether now. The va'ani. When he accepts the, her Naziris on himself as well, that's a kiyom of her Naziris. In fact, the Gemara, how come? The Vani was going on himself. He was accepting his own personal Naziris at that point. But maybe her Nadar, that's just Mekoyim for a little bit, and then afterwards he should be allowed to be made for her Nadar. Elamai, we see that once there's a kiyom, that kiyom never goes away. And it disallows any future hafara. The Gemara, however, says that that's not a raya. Because whenever someone says va'ani and accepts another person's nether on himself, that's not like doing a minimal kiyom of saying, okay, I'll be Mekayim, his, his wife's naziris for an hour. When he takes on va'ani, that's so powerful, it's as if he made a kiyom on his wife's naziris forever. And that he'll never be able to be made for. Now we have a new Mishnah, which discusses something that we discussed earlier on Nasa Aleph, that if the father passes away while his daughter is engaged, his Nara daughter is engaged, his power of afara does not transfer to the husband, and the husband cannot be made for this Naramurasa's nedarim until they actually get married. If the husband dies, the power of the husband does transfer to the father, and now he can be made for his daughter's nedarim 
by himself. In that regard, the father's koyach is stronger than the husband's. However, the husband does have his own power over the father's, in that the husband can be made for a boigeres's, the, the fiancé can be made for a boigeres's nedarim, a girl who's already 12 and a half, and the father cannot. At, at that point, she's already out of his jurisdiction. Now the Gemara begins by asking, how come the rishus of the husband is not just like the father's? That if the father dies, the husband should be allowed to be made for her nadarim. The Gemara answers, since the Pasuk says, Bin-Ura-Besa-Viha, she's still very much in her father's home when she's in Ara. That we said that when the husband dies, the rishus does pass up to the father. Why? Rabbi says, because the Pasuk of the Im-Hoyusil-Ish, the Pasuk is being makish, the father-daughter relationship from before she was engaged to after she was engaged, just like before the father was able to be made for her nadarm by himself. So too, now that the husband died, she reverts back to that position of the father being made for the nadarm himself. Frank the Gemara, maybe that power transfer to the father after the husband dies only applies to nadarim that the husband never was privy to before he died. But maybe if the husband heard it, and he just didn't have the chance to be made for it, the father cannot do that, since the husband was privy to that neder. The Gemara says that we could already learn out from bin base of Viho. We wouldn't need a special pasuk for that. Now, Armstrong also said that the father does have a kayak above the husband when it comes to Arusa, but the husband has a kayak more than the father when she is a boigeris. So the Gemara asks, what's the case? If we're talking about where she became engaged while she was in Ara, and then she became a Bagaras, she hit 12 and a half while she was, mar- while she was engaged to the Baal. Now hang on. If the father had died, she would leave his Rishos. Just like when she becomes a Bagaras, she leaves the father's Rishos. So Misa and Bagaras are both detaching factors. Just like when the father dies, the, Rish- the father's Rishos doesn't drop over to the Baal. So too, when she becomes a Bagaras, the father's Rishos should not go Pass to the Baal. Elamai, our mission's case, where the father can't be made friend, the husband can, must be when she was a Bagaras already when the Kiddushan took place. She's totally out of the control of her father. Problem is that, halacha, we already learned in Abraisa. That would be redundant. We have a Gemara in Eingimel and Mabez, we'll get the Reza Hashem soon, that if a Bagaras waits 12 months, after getting engaged, at that point, the husband has to support her, and he also gets the rights to be made for her while he's supporting her, while their marriage is pending. Uh, we have an intrinsic question there, because we, we learned that if a Bagaris waits 12, 12 months, she should only need to wait 30 days to earn these rights. If she was engaged when she was a Bagaris, she only needs to wait 30 days. It's only 12 months if she was engaged as a Nara. Even, even if she got engaged when she was a Begeres, she only has to wait 30 days to earn the rights of support. Why? Where do we get the 12 months from? Elamai, that Brysa taught us, what we're taking from that Brysa, is that it's teaching the same halacha that our Mishnah is teaching, that the husband supports her and now has the rights to be made for her in a darim. Why would we need a, uh, Why would our Mishnah need to be teaching us that as well? So we have two answers. Either it's coming to teach us, Dafka Begeres, and it's introducing the Shita of the Rabbanon, 
who doesn't give the husband the hafara rights just because he's supporting her? Or second answer is that our Mishnah really doesn't need to mention it because that Brisa totally covers it in Ayin Gimel. But it brought it in just to show us the case where the husband has more of a koyach than the father to counteract the ratio, which said that the father has a koyach more than the Baal. But in a Hanami, it's not actually t- teaching us anything extra. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.